0: Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends, presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco, and today we are here with I'm gonna call you a a legend constant <laughs> legendary actress, superstar everyone's favorite TV mom, (laughs) Constance Marie. Constance, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. I would add an extra label. I would call myself a survivor.
0: A survivor? (laughs) Yes,
1: in the entertainment industry, to be going 35 years strong is... You have to be a survivor.
0: Man, I I, uh, am so excited to have you. We all are super excited to have you here. We're all big fans, Constance. And, uh, you know, what we talk about here on the show is, is just... We're going to share your journey from mm-hmm. where you first fell in love with your craft to oh. how I met your father now, yeah. you know, Lopez versus Lopez, everything, you know, with, with love, love, yes, all of that. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about the first moment that you said, I want to be an actor.
1: Well, I started out as a break dancer. So um, I failed drama in high school because I was painfully shy. And I didn't know how to memorize the words and everything. So I thought, oh, that's off the table. Um, then, But I always loved to dance. And it was at a time in the late 80s when they didn't have hip hop classes. Like you literally had to be in the underground clubs yeah. or in Venice Beach, you know, learning the moves and stuff and coming up with your things and popping, locking, whacking, all that stuff. And wow, that's what I did. Like I always loved to dance. And um, I got hired to tour with David Bowie for a year. And I became back, I came back and I was a legit dancer. And then I got asked to audition to play um, the dance partner of the lead of Dirty Dancing as wow. a, when they did a series. You know, they had an actor who could kind of dance and I was the dancer who could kind of act. <laughs> so um, that was the very first time. I, and I honestly, the motivation was I need to pay my rent. Yeah. So I was It doesn't terrified. get realer than that, right? Exactly. No, no. It was very real. And I thought, look, wh- what's going to happen? They're going to say no. If I have another car crash like I did when I was in high school and I failed drama because I was so shy, well, I'll just go back to dancing. And so I got it. And then I was like, oh, I get my own room and I don't have to dance with everybody else. I get to do my own thing. And it was at that moment I thought, oh, I could do this. I think I could do it. It was pretty terrifying though because I didn't know anything. Like I didn't know what marks were. I didn't know what a slate was. I didn't know anything. It was just fake it until I learned, and that. Fake was, it until you make it. As exactly. They say. Yeah, that was the moment I went. Oh, I think I'm going to do this.
0: At what point um, do you decide to to do this full time?
1: Well, the first job I got to play myself, which was, was super easy, right? Yeah. I can play a dancer. I can play a survivor. I that's me, and then. Um, I thought, oh, I like this paycheck. So then I went for other auditions, and I my second audition was a character that wasn't like me. She was a lot tougher, a lot meaner, and she, um, I, I went in, and I got it, and I was these, I don't know, I was between the super couple on a soap opera called Santa Barbara, which is one of the very first soap operas that had Latinos in it, Amazing. as like 50% of the representation on the show, and set in Santa Barbara. And, uh, of course, everybody hated me because I was in between the super couple. Like, I would get fan letters run over by cars and the, the edges would be burned. On the oh, fans were no joke back in the day. Yeah, so, so it
0: was kind of like hate mail in a sense? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. They love to hate you. <laughs> on a soap opera, they love to hate you. So um, that was for about a year and a half. And then I thought, okay, I think I'm going to need to learn some technique, because if this is what I'm going to do, I need to know what I'm doing. Like, yes, I've been able to do like three years worth of acting, but I I want this to be like a career. Mm -hmm. So I went and I studied with the Larry Moss studio for about seven years. And the greatest thing is sometimes when you go study, you're not allowed to work. But again, there's that rent thing and car insurance and all the things you have to pay. So this studio, I was able to balance the two of them at the same time. So I studied and worked at the same time.
0: Where were you working? What was like your, you had your acting or what was the, the side hustle?
1: Well, ever since I became a dancer um, and I toured with David Bowie, I never had to have a legit job again.
0: Wow. Amazing. So, and
1: my last job was at a 50s diner in Beverly Hills.
0: Was it Mel's?
1: No, it was Larry Parker's diner where they had like 135-somethings on the menu. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I got fired and rehired seven times. Wow. The man was insane. Wow. Yeah, but I got rehired every time. Like I'd get fired for like no reason and then he would hire me back. And would he
0: call you or would you call and apologize or how well, would Well, like work? they
1: would say, okay, your shift starts at 5 a.m. And you work till seven and they go, oh, no, 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 the scheduling is wrong. You have to come back for the afternoon shift to the evening. And I'm like, we have only worked a couple hours and I sleep trained myself to be able to get up at four to get here at five. And they would do that constantly and I would get upset at them and then they would fire me. <laughs> yeah and they always won until until i got the david bowie tour and i'm like yeah i'm not coming back
0: yeah yeah I don't
1: like you guys anymore yeah <laughs> yeah so that was my last legit job but i've delivered domino's pizzas i have worked at movie theaters i worked at investment companies i've um you name it i'll do it
0: that's amazing yeah. that that hustle started early for you
1: um yes i've been working since i was 13 years old
0: man no i i want to go into the fact that you know we're getting into a non traditional career, hmm. uh, is sometimes either frowned upon or, or parents just don't understand, you know. Right. Um, how was that for you? Were your parents fully supportive, or were they a little, um, uh, you know, caught off guard by by you wanting to get into entertainment?
1: Well, in my case, my dad was a DJ in nightclubs, and my mom was an impressionistic artist, so they really couldn't say anything, yeah. right? <laughs> wow. Like, my dad, he was. I come from a long line of hustlers, like we do what we have to do. So my dad was a cardiopulmonary technician in the day and a DJ in uh, Montebello or El Monte at night. Nice. And my mom was an executive assistant at Carter Holly Hale, which owned like Bullocks and the Broadway and these big stores. And then she was an impressionistic artist in her free time. So as long as I could pay my bills, they didn't care what I did. So I would, wow. I would, you know, be um, a receptionist in an investment company, and dancing at night, and cruising to like Orange County, and winning money and dance contests and whatever. And as long as I could pay for my books and pay for my car and pay for whatever I need to pay for, they didn't care.
0: So your 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 parents were creatives.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, but I didn't want to be a starving artist. I did go to college. Let's see. In between music videos and before David Bowie, I did, I'm on academic probation at several junior colleges because I kept getting jobs and leaving and not like signing out or whatever. Um, I wanted to major in business because I wanted to know how to manage my money, how to, you know, negotiate a career. But I kept getting jobs. So I'm just kind of doing it again on the job while I'm doing it.
0: Now you said your mom was a an impressionist?
1: Impressionistic artist. That oh, means she paints in oils.
0: She paint Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What, what I, I don't know if she she did impressions or Oh no.
1: She's <laughs> a comedian. up like, who? <laughs> 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 like,
0: who did she who who would she do? <laughs> she does a
1: great Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got it. So she would paint.
1: She would paint. Yes. Amazing. Uh, oil oil paints.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. She's really good. So you're you're in you're in the arts now, right? You're you're acting now. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your first big role. What would you say that that was oh, that God. you considered? Because I mean, I you, know you've had a, I mean, three years in, you already did some stuff. But what was your first breaking role? Your big break?
1: Well, I've had several. So like my first big break, um, which. When I realized I was was a dancing big break, well, I was acting as well. It was a Spanish milk commercial. Do you remember those got milk commercials? Yes. Yeah. Well, they had some in Spanish, and um, I, I don't know why I was asked to go to this audition, but I, I didn't speak Spanish. I, my family's been here in America since 1850, since before it was America, so we didn't we didn't speak it. You know, it's not a gene. If you don't have anybody around you, you don't speak it. Right. So this was in Spanish, and you had to lip sync a song for 30 seconds, and it narrates the entire commercial, and they asked me if I wanted to audition. So what I did was I didn't understand a word of what I was saying, and they played the song for you in the audition in the waiting room, and I just was one of the first people to go. And I kept saying, you go ahead of me, you go ahead of me, you go ahead of me. And I stayed in that room and I listened. And I was the last one to go in. And by the end of that run, like, I don't know, I'd been there a couple hours. I knew it backwards and forwards. And I I didn't know what it meant, all of it. But I went in there and I nailed it (laughs) and I got the job. So that was my very first like On-camera commercial, I I got to play a rock star. I got to dance. I got to sing. I got to act. I got to drink milk. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) Were you like just sipping the whole time? They put
1: soap in it to make it more bubbly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink commercial milk. It's bad for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Yeah, so
1: that was my first like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I got music videos like Prince and Belinda Carlisle and David Bowie. Mm -hmm. I toured with that. And then... Um, my big, big break was the dirty dancing. That was like the acting big, big break. And I thought this is good.
0: I love that. Now, you know, you, you mentioned that you didn't speak Spanish, Mm. right? And, uh, did you ever feel growing up or even in, in the industry that you, you, you felt like you weren't Latina enough because of that? Did you ever feel that that type of, of, of energy from, from others or even from all yourself? All the time. Yeah.
1: All the time. I won't even let you finish that sentence. Like, all the time. Like, you're not Latin enough, you're too Latin. Like, that's one of the really... There's a great... Um, a great scene in the movie Selena where Edward James Almost's character, who he plays, Abraham Quintanilla, is talking to Jennifer Lopez, who plays Selena. And he says, man, it's hard being Mexican-American, right? You got to be more Mexican than Mexicans. You got to be more American than Americans. You got to know about John Wayne and Pedro Infante. And you, it's hard being Mexican-American. It's exhausting. And that's legitly true. And especially when you are going for castings, and they literally would give me a scene and expect me to translate the entire three-page scene into Spanish, like it was just you should know this. Yeah, and then, which of course I didn't. And then oh, I thought you were Latin. Well, yes, I am, but it's not a gene, right? Right, like, you right. You have to like have somebody speak to you. Wait, it.
0: can can we can we give it over for her Edward James <laughs> almost impression? Because <laughs> that was. That I've was worked amazing. With Eddie
1: so many times. I've <laughs> I've played Eddie's wife, I've played his daughter, I've played his grandmother, I've played his sister. Yeah, you uh, the only soon, I think before I retire as an actor, I'm going to do uh, I will play Eddie Olmos. And it would be the Eddie Olmos story starring Constance Marie as Eddie Olmos. I love that. I that's love that. I, well, I'm, watching. I'm watching. I'm <laughs> watching. That's what I'll do. But um yeah, yeah, and then when you will go to like a Latino event or something like that, then they're like speaking to you in Spanish and you're like, wait, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry. And then there's the pocha and you're like a coconut and it's like, where's my people? I need the assimilated Latinos. Where are we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, it was very interesting. Through my career path, I, I've done some really iconic Latino projects, my family, Selena. Yeah. And I realized that it was a deficit for me to not be able to speak the language. And thank God I had a babysitter from Nicaragua when I was little who didn't speak a word of English. Mm. So again, for survival mode, for a couple of years when she was around, my mom would be like, Connie, this is Señora Jimenez. She doesn't speak any uh, English. Uh, Señora Jimenez, uh, this is my daughter. She doesn't speak Spanish. So I got to go to work. Bye. Yeah. So out of survival, I literally was like, I learned yo quiero un vaso de agua. And I use that for everything. I would just point to whatever I needed. Sin
0: jabón. No no soap. No No soap in that cup. No. (laughs) No,
1: no, no, no. It doesn't have to be bubbly. Um, So then, yeah. And then, so I went and I did, I remember doing Mi Familia later, right? Mrs. Jimenez, she went away. My Spanish went away. I failed in middle school because you don't teach you grammar when you're five, right? Yeah. yeah. Señora Jimenez was good, but she didn't teach me, like, subjuntivo and conjugating verbs. She didn't teach me any of that. Uh So then I failed in middle school, which I thought, okay, I'll take French. And I got a B, a clean slate. I could start with a new language. No history, no baggage, no anything. So you you
0: failed. You said Spanish? I failed, yeah. failed Spanish past French with a B. Yeah. It's so interesting. Because (laughs) I approached
1: it with a completely objective, clean slate. Like, I shouldn't speak this, or I had some... I was just... Just learning. Yeah, yeah. And so then I ended up doing like Mi Familia and, um, of course, the George Lopez show and Selena. And I had to do like satellite interviews for CNN and Español. Mm. And when I shot Mi Familia, I, they would want me to improv. And I couldn't in Spanish. The character I played would be able to speak Spanish. So I was like, how do you asking other actors? And some of them didn't speak either. Right. And then some did. So I realized, you know what? I'm at a deficit here. I need to go and learn this language. So I went to Berlitz Mm. and they teach you like immersion. And so I was, it was so awkward and it was so hard. And then I think around after a month, I started to, my accent got so much better. And then I would, I would know things that, that we hadn't studied yet. And I remember one student going, uh, did we we study that? And it was all that I had learned from Senora Jimenez was, was, coming com- back. was coming back. Yeah. And that's why my accent's like, okay. So I thought, okay, if I'm going to represent our people, I got to hit everybody, right? Even the just Spanish speakers. And so I want to be able to reach everybody. And so that's what I did. I went to school and I learned and just like anybody. And then when I had my daughter, my nanny was like, uh, oh, I'm going to practice my English. And I was like, I- I'm sorry. I need you to only speak to my daughter in Spanish because yeah. I'm going to gift her the language that was not gifted to me. Yeah. And She now, she can speak. She has a pretty decent accent, but she mostly just understands. But it's laying dormant in there. And if she ever applies herself, she's actually going to take it in high school.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And
1: I'm like, okay, don't expect, I want you to know, don't expect to be like super good. Okay? There's grammar and conjugation. You don't know anything about that. Just just, just pace yourself.
0: What's your daughter's name? Luna Marie. Luna Marie. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Luna Marie.
1: I know, I know. She's got this. Yeah, she's you got gonna, this. Get, you got you this. You got the Spanish, girl. You're going to get an A. Si se puede.
0: <laughs> Luna Marie.
1: Exactly. Uh
0: yeah, you know, I, I I just think back of of all the the films and shows that you've been a part of. Mm. And like you said, they're they're classics. Yeah. yeah. They're they're these legendary um characters and, 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 and films and series, you know, sitcoms that you've been a part of. Yeah. Mi familia, my family, there was nothing like that prior.
1: American Family or Mi Familia? Mi Familia. Yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie, Oh, brown people couldn't even play brown storylines back then. Like, Latinos were not cast. Like, was it uh, the Perez family was Angelica Houston and Marisa Tomei, and House of Spirits was uh, Jeremy Irons, Glenn Close, and and Meryl Streep. The only Latinos in that movie were um, Antonio Banderas and uh, Maria Conchita Alonso, and they were like like sub uh sub sub characters yeah. they weren't in it as much and then um gosh what was it Catherine Zeta Jones in Zorro yeah it's like it was really hard for a while for us to as a people, fight for our, to be represented mm-hmm. in our own storylines.
0: It was, yeah, it was Latino storylines yeah. played by non Latinos. Yeah,
1: slap a little bronzer and all of a sudden they're Latino.
0: Yeah, that's great. It was
1: brutal. It was really hard. And that's why Mi Familia was is still so iconic. Like they show it in Chicano studies classes um, because. It was one of, La Bamba was was the first, but, you know, Lou Diamond Phillips is Filipino, and technically the Spaniards conquered them a long time ago, so technically he is. But um, for Mi Familia, it took Gregory Nava five years to get that movie made because they kept saying there's not enough Latinos to play these roles, and let's change it to an Irish family. Let's change it to an Italian family. And he couldn't get financing for it. So only when Francis Ford Coppola came aboard was he able to cast all Latinos? You know, it was amazing. I was like, "What do you mean? Look at all of us. We're all here." Uh, and and that was, you know, Jennifer Lopez played my mom in that movie. It was, and yes. Edward James almost was my brother in that movie. <laughs> and and we had uh, Jimmy Smith and uh, Maria Canals, like everybody. We were all in that movie. I remember the first Alma Awards. We were like. We were we were presenting. We were the honorees. We were doing craft service. We did whatever we had to do. It was all of us. It was like the whole trailer from *Mi Familia* went to the Alma Awards.
0: Yeah, no. So
1: yeah, they show it in Chicano Studies class. Um, that's now. It was a blessing. I, I'm so lucky. I'm just a very lucky person.
0: And then uh, uh, another—you're not lucky, first of all. You are—you <laughs> are very modest, for sure, and and you deserve it. I mean, you know, I, I don't believe in, in luck in this industry. You know, I, I think yeah. you know you you worked, you prepared yourself to to position yourself in in those opportunities. So yes. you, I did
1: not shy away. It's the paying the rent thing. It's a major, major driving force in <laughs> life, right—to survive, to eat. You know. Yeah. And if this is the career you got to have, then do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, you go into another, you know, you mentioned Selena, mm-hmm. Selena. I mean, you you play such a a, a memorable uh, character in in that, and um, just just looking back at that and the impact that that your that your character had, that movie, mm. that film had. Um, do you do you ever think about that now?
1: Uh, do I think about the impact of it?
0: Yeah, today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think because I mean that movie was 25 years ago. I, I I'm I'm shocked that, I mean, there's a part of it. The reason is that there's a a lack of other representation. I mean, in all honesty, but I am very proud that the quality of the work and what we represented to our people. It, It is longstanding and lasting and has such an integrity and and such a pride. I mean, I remember when VHS, back in the day, everybody, for those of you who are young, there were these things called VHS tapes and you had to rewind. It took like a half hour. But anyway, parents would tell me that they would have to hide um, the videocassette of Selena from their daughters. Because they would wear it out and they would just play it nonstop. (laughs) And they'd have to buy new ones because stretch back in the day, people would, it would actually stretch and it would break in the machine, in the VCR. Which was an old-fashioned machine that played the VCRs. Oh my God! I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're
0: breaking this down for all for all our Gen Z viewers.
1: I, exactly. I mean, it was it was tough, people. It was very tough. You had so to we, have patience.
0: So there were, we you know we had we had VCRs, right? I'm, I'm talking to to them. Yeah, I'm now.
1: ready. And, and then, then we're right we're,
0: there. and and some VCRs didn't rewind, yeah. so you had to get like a, a, a separate roll rewinder.
1: Yes, or a pencil.
0: Or a pencil. And you could
1: yeah. stick it in the hole and go, look, she's shaking her head. I think,
0: I think I've shared this story with, with you, Fred, uh, our, our DP. Um, I used to love Bambi, right, growing up. Okay. And I would see my dad get the, um, the drill, and he would rewind <laughs> with the drill.
1: That's genius. Your dad is a genius.
0: So... I thought my dad's not around today but I want to watch Bambi oh, no, no. so I did it
1: <laughs> I watch Bambi. And then I
0: I it just breaks the tape breaks I was so heartbroken oh. I was crying I made my dad dissect that and and he literally taped it back with like Scotch tape and, Did and it worked. And it worked. What I ne- happened
1: when it hit the piece of Scotch tape? I,
0: I you know, I watched it over and over, I never realized where it was. It oh, w- you're dead like it
1: MacGyver. I know that's awesome. Funny enough, that's
0: what the guys call me here.
1: Oh, MacGyver? Hey, there's that's the the huge compliment. If you can fix stuff, give me a paper clip and 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 some liquid paper, and I'll be good. I'll one. fix it. Yeah, exactly. Good for you. That's yay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, I I uh, I love that that movie. To me, it stands. Uh, it's up there with like La Bamba. You Selena? mentioned La Bamba. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting. Is we shot that uh, right at the like within the first year of after Selena's. Being shot and passing, and um, you know, it was kind. It was my first time playing an actual character, like a human that existed in real life. Yeah. And we got to meet with our counterparts, like John said. that got to meet with Chris and and uh, Eddie got to meet with Abraham, but I was the last person to meet with Marcella, Selena's mom, mm-hmm. because she just couldn't. It was just too much. It was too fresh and it's too new. And the family wanted to protect her legacy, yeah, of and so they wanted to be the ones to get her story out there. and she was the last person I got to meet with and it was like one of the most heartbreaking uh, interviews and luncheons that I had because she would speak about, We would I'd ask her questions and I'd watch yeah. her mannerisms and I'd listen to her, her, her accent and everything and then she would be telling me these stories about Selena and she would get filled with like joy and life and then she would remember that she had... Past and in the middle of the story she would catch herself and then fall apart and I'd be like okay just you know take a minute I'm so sorry and it was really really um just a labor of love for all of us because she was I didn't actually know Selena I didn't know her music because again I didn't grow up speaking Spanish Mm -hmm. and um I screen tested to play Selena and I didn't get the role but I had this profound moment where um I I discovered what a talent and what an icon she was while I was watching her uh, Como La Flor and all these amazing performances that she had done so I could mimic them. And I learned to love the songs. And I remember yeah. being in my living room and doing the dance moves and doing the singing. And, and then I too had this moment of like, oh my God, I'm falling in love with someone who just passed. And I would mourn her. It was weird. Wow. I was discovering her and mourning her at the same time. And so her mother was doing that exact same thing in these interviews that I conducted with her. And I, I, I was not a mom at the time. Uh, now that I'm a mother, I can't even imagine how much, um, I don't know, courage and bravery it takes to to try to film this movie and protect her daughter's legacy. Um, and 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 learning about their family and going down there, and and one of the things that for me was, you know, Selena didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. And her dream was to sing in her native tongue, which was English. And I thought, we are helping her achieve her dream. You know, after she's already passed, we're still going to, to the English market, we are going to blast yeah. her talent to everyone so she can. Oh, it's, it, it's so funny. It's like, you know, I just have so much compassion for them and for her. And we just were trying to help her dream come true. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I get emotional thinking about about her, too. And, and obviously I, I was I, I was when it happened. I, I was a fan, too. And um, it's just such a sad story. Yeah, it's, it's such an unfortunate, like one of the wh- worst. I, it, it's it, a, tra- a tra- it tragedy. It is yeah. it's
1: a total tragedy. And And the thing is, she was so such a wonderful human. That it's just like, why couldn't this happen to somebody who's just nasty and somebody who's yeah. mean? Like we wouldn't mind if they, but somebody so lovely and generous and kind and talented, so talented, um, it's just and 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 by somebody who was like her, um, her her fan manager yeah. and a close friend. You're just, it's just so tragic. And and pobre Lupe Ontiveros, who played. Um, <laughs> uh Yolanda Saldivar that <laughs> oh she wrote this fabulous letter to the parents and was like I I I'm I'm playing this role I am so sorry that this role even exists but um I will do my very best to to get her, your daughter's story out there and to you know and the fans hated her because <laughs> she did bet. such an amazing job and um they didn't they didn't have anywhere to put their hate right so you know and eventually you know Lupe was like hilarious and talented and wonderful and eventually she won everybody over but it was a rough go for a little while yeah
0: is... i I just think that that film was it was so uh organic it was mm. so real yeah. that that people almost started relating the the real life pe- people mm-hmm. to the the characters yeah the, pe- like the jennifer, actors
1: jennifer was selena right for a lot of people yeah right i, yeah. I think
0: people still picture Jennifer,
1: yeah, the, when they
0: think of Selena. Well,
1: they didn't know Selena. Like, if they knew Selena, then they know Jennifer played her. But, like, the success of that movie, and if you didn't know Selena, you're like, oh, that's Selena. Right? But then when you see the real Selena Quintanilla performing at that Houston Astrodome, like, oh, she, she's just, like, a powerhouse. And honestly... I, I I'm glad I didn't get it because I would not have been able to do as an amazing job with that career move that Jennifer has done. She is an enigma and she is just taking us female Latinas and just skyrocketed and showed what how magnificent we can be.
0: Yeah. So When you both auditioned, mm. uh, Jennifer Lopez and yourself. Yes. Did you know she was also auditioning for oh for yeah the we role? Were all, yeah, we
1: were all there. We had to do um extensive makeup and hair um transformations, wow, to look like Selena. Now, Jennifer was a lighter skin and more lighter hair and um than I was. I actually in my this is like my lighter hair. yes, I' done <laughs> and it looks amazing. thank you very much. but um, <laughs> my normal color is like dark, like yours yeah, and um so they had to darken her hair and my hair, my hair worked. Um, and my skin, my skin tone worked, but they had to do you know, Sadie Lopez. She, uh, she, tra- uh, she tested as well. And there was this uh, other 18 year old girl. I cannot remember her name, but she looked exactly like Selena. Wow. But she was so young and she yeah. didn't have like the acting chops and whatever. So it was, there was all of us, you know, I saw everybody.
0: Man. Yeah. Man. What, what, uh, what a moment, right? What a moment in time.
1: Yeah, I saw somebody. It's so funny. You got you all on the internet. You get everything. Like, we used to have to like search, go to library, and, you know, like <laughs> microfilm and stupid stuff like that. But um, somebody posted—I don't remember where I saw it—but uh, like people send me things um, of the outtakes of some of all of our audition, our screen tests for Selena. They wow. have Jennifer. They have me. They have Sadie. They have this other lovely actress. Um, and you, you see us and I'm like, wow, that's like gold. Like I would have, now I can, you know, see it. Of course I was terrified the whole time when I was there. I was just like, I'm not worthy. I'm not talented. Look (laughs) at her. She's cute. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a car crash, but, um, retroactively to look at it and it's like, wow, you know, I, I did that, you know, even if I didn't get it, you know, it was so funny as I had worked with Gregory Nava, the director before Mm -hmm. on my family, Mi Familia. So he's very sweet. and to tell me I did not get the role of Selena. Yeah. He's like, let's have a meeting. And I'm thinking, oh, I either got it or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. you go and you check your expectations. And he's like, okay, I'm just not going to waste any time. You did not get the role. And I'm like, okay. And then he goes, but would you like to play the role of the mother? Would you like to test an audition for that? And I was like... Yeah, my rent is still due. Let me let, let me read it. Yeah, yeah. Let me read it. So I read it and I approached it from and Jennifer's like 3 years younger than I am. But I re- approached it from the fact like I'm not a mom. But if I from what I know of moms, it doesn't matter how old you are. Your child is still your baby. So, Jennifer can only be 3 years you know, younger than I am. And the good news is I got to play with a little um, Becky Lee Mesa when she was eight. So I got half the movie for me was a young child. And I thought, well, let's just pretend she grew up, (laughs) you know, and she's still my baby. And I could, maybe I could do this. And I screen tested with age appropriate actresses like Jenny Goggle. And um, there was, I think, was Wanda, Wanda? Wanda de Jesus? I think she tested... I, that could be incorrect. Don't 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 yeah. quote me on that. But there was a bunch of us, and for me, they had to bring an age makeup a make, makeup team, and yep. they had done that to me on uh, my family, mi familia. Mm-hmm. So we are. I was already familiar with the latex and the stretching and the whatever. So um, by the time you're done with that process, you feel old. So it's, 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 it's <laughs> you're pretty, in the chair for a while. It's pretty, two hours of them stretching 42 places on your face. How how gravity is going to pull you. They lay hot latex and then they blow dry it and they put this oil and then this powder and then they let it go. And it's like... Rawr. And, and the they wrinkles, have the big glasses. They stay there. Yeah, yeah. And the wigs and the fat padding and the whole thing. But they did that for my screen test and they showed uh, Marcela Quintanilla, all the ladies, and she picked me.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So I was approved by Selena's mama.
0: By the mom. By
1: the, the mama. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, you um you were... uh. You had so many iconic lines in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, people till this day, you know, I'm sure. I just saw you in Francia, which we'll get into how I met your father. Yeah. You in Francia did the the washing machine uh, video together.
1: Yes. You know, what's so crazy is, you know, I have been doing this. So, what, Selena was 25 years ago? Yeah. And nobody, people ask me to do the washing machine, but no actress has ever asked me to do it with them. And uh, Emerald Tobia plays my daughter on um, With Love. Like, I I am so blessed. I have played so many amazingly talented actresses' mothers. Like, I'm just (laughs) pipping myself out. I'm like, I'll play your mom, your mom. I'll pay who? I'll play your grandma soon. (laughs) Right? When I let my gray hair go, I'll play your grandma. But um, so Francia she she was she told me she was like please amra don't ask her to do that please nobody ask her cuz she had a plan she wanted to do it with me and as soon as i got there she was like would you would you do the washing machine with me i was like sure why not and it was just she was so happy i was like yeah. if i can bring joy to somebody's life for doing that she's a and,
0: dancer too yeah
1: and she's really good so, cause uh, she had to do a dance and another episode that I did. And I was like, oh, I'm watching her. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go, go. A little bit more, 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. You got it. That's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I
1: want to washing machine. I want to do it in the show. <laughs> it's so cute.
0: No, that's, that's so, the washing machine, the, the bustier. That's yes. not, you know, that the, I mean, so many classic lines in there.
1: My daughter, who's 14 and you know, they're, they end up becoming little ladies and um, she said something, she was she loves fashion and with TikTok she can look and all that stuff. And she said they actually played a clip of me from that movie. She wasn't Googling me. She was just Googling bustier, fashion, corsets, la, la, la. <laughs> and as they do, you know. And um, there was a clip from the movie and I'm thinking my daughter wasn't even alive. Like I wasn't even close to having a baby Man. then. And she can see that referenced, like you said, like an iconic reference when it comes to like, it's a boosty, eh, right? Yeah. A boosty what? You know, they play the whole clip. Yeah. It's so awesome that it's endured this long. I really, really am blessed. We all are.
0: I mean, I feel like your, your clips live everywhere. And then you, you know, you live on, on TV like every single day. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: That's really, we were just watching the the TV. We had it on like, just like the main menu. And and you were on the screen today this morning. I was. For yeah, a, what, it was what main menu. It, it was it, it was uh it was um the main menu for for YouTube TV. Oh. And and they had you as like you know what to watch at the you know right at the moment. And well, it was it was George Lopez. It was a George Lopez show.
1: At the moment, I'm still. Uh, they yeah. still watch me at the moment. They're still recommending you. <laughs> the algorithm oh loves you. Oh my god, that makes me so happy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So George Lopez. Can the
1: algorithm pay me? Because yeah. you know it's always been since I was 13, pay me.
0: You know uh that our sales manager. That can you get on 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 that? Yes, yes. Let's please. get let's get a uh, Constance paid, Make please. Make it happen.
1: <laughs> so you the... get 10%. Okay. Maybe 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 15. Okay.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. I I want to get into the George Lopez show. Okay. George Lopez show let's was do it. was another one. Mm-hmm. And and I I you know we we all love Angie Lopez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so cute yes.
0: angie lopez was was all of our crushes, you know, yeah. and
1: oh my god, that was a weird thing for me <laughs> yeah
0: how yeah tell me about it how was that
1: so well it, uh, uh so one of the weird things about me that only on George Lopez did I really realize was that so when you're on a family sitcom and and you're on network t v basically they they test you I was explaining before about testing like your likability, your um, who, what's your demographic that 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 responds to you? Do they respond to you more dramatically? Do they respond to you uh, your humor? What so there's these knobs, and they do these focus groups and they test, and you know that's a piece of paper, and it would break it down like for your likability. But when I was on George Lopez. I originally thought I was being put out to pasture because I was like 40 years old and I thought, oh, finally I can let it go. I'm playing a mom and I'm going to be on TV, so I'm just going to dress drab and I don't have to worry about it. And then I thought, wait, does my mom dress drab? No. I'm going to have to represent Latinas like the way we are. So then I was like, okay, I'll dress cute and I'll work out and I'll eat right. And then that result was a weird thing. wives would come up to me and go, girl my husband loves you. He thinks you're so sick. And I'm like, okay, you're the wife telling me how sexy I am and that your husband fancies me. And you want to take a picture with me so you can show your husband how cute I am? This is weird. And then a mom told me this thing where her son was watching the TV. Yeah, And he, you know the TV was the babysitter and she was like in the kitchen or whatever and <laughs> it was such a weird story but I I came out onto the scene on the scene yeah and the little boy went oh. <laughs> and the mom was like, I think you were his first crush <laughs> And I thought, okay, these are women telling me that their sons have crushes on me and I thought I don't know what algorithm this trigger, but (laughs) but I'm hitting women's wives and women's sons, and the women don't mind. Like I must be cute enough, but not not I but still trustworthy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, like I'm not gonna jack your man. I won't take threat Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You can I I'm safe to have around your men, ladies. (laughs) Yeah. They trusted you. Exactly. They trusted me and I thought this is so weird. Like I never thought of myself that way. But I guess I'm cute enough, but not threatening too much. It's it's a great, great formula.
0: Now, now you know, you have, the you, you mentioned the, the kid, right? We're yeah, watching. yeah. Now you have these kids that are full on adults now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grown men. Were you like... the
1: eight year old? Was that you? Was that you? Was that you?
0: <laughs> I was about to tell you, uh, when you oh, ran no, into my mom. I don't want to hear
1: any private stories. To... <laughs> no private stories. <laughs> Well, one time. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was alone in my room.
0: <laughs> you walk in and I was like, ah. <laughs> she caught me. She caught me. Wow.
1: Oh, that's so she funny. Was Is your mom going to be calling me later? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll be getting a, a, a Facebook message from no, her. No, no.
1: That's why I don't go on the Facebook
0: now uh i recently that went viral uh a rapper an artist yeah named jack harlow yeah was saying that he had the biggest crush on I you
1: know, it's so weird it's so weird somebody wasn't it my it was it was my daughter's classmate's father was like have you heard about jack harlow he has a big crush on you i'm like Who's Jack Harlow? I had no idea, right? Because I'm old, and um, they they showed it to me, and I thought, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like he's cute, but um, he, he's looking at me, me and this girl from Euphoria. Yeah, we're in the in Selma Hayeg. Like at least Selma's in my demo, right? My age range, and she's super cha cha. Like Selma Hayek is. I mean, even George Lopez on the show was like, Salma's going to be in heaven. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, I get that one. But I'm like, dude, I'm like, really could be your mom. That's just... But I guess on TV, I don't age, right? I'm right. still me when I was 40 instead <laughs> of 57 now. So I guess that makes sense. But yeah, when I was like, wow, that's a completely different generation, a different demo, and we're still... Sorry, I keep... I talk with my hands. Oh, it's um, we, we I'm Latin, you know? Um, <laughs> we, I, we're still reaching America, which we knew how important the show was when we were doing it because, again, I had come from the time when I wasn't even allowed to audition for roles. that And not just me personally, but, like, they were not going to have a Latin person in this role representing Latinos. And it was just horrible. And it was hard to... It was hard to stomach... It was hard to maintain a career, any forward momentum. Um, But now that was the time when, oh, my God. And when I knew this statistic, it was crazy. I knew the weight of what we were doing. We were the first English-speaking Latino representation as a family ever to make it past 13 episodes in 75 years of television history. Wow. That means since the beginning of TV. You had Desi Arnaz, and he was half. Mm -hmm. But since then- we were like the only ones with like a predominantly Latino right. cast. So every day that I drove onto that, drove onto that Warner Brothers lot, I knew there was a weight on my shoulders of like, this has to be, this can't alienate us from our own. We we have to represent how we are. And the best thing that we, um, Sandra Bullock, she was our 900 pound gorilla, our heavy hitter who fought battles yeah, for us, yeah. Bruce Helford. Um, is that it was based on George's life. So you couldn't make us a stereotype. You couldn't, because there were so many things that, I mean, haven't you ever watched a show and you're like, "Ah, do we have to be gangbangers again? Yeah. You know, and then we can't all live in East LA. Like, yes, some of us do, but we need to broaden. Right. We're we're in the Valley. We're in Santa Monica. We're everywhere. Yep. We're in Hollywood. So because it was based on George's life, we got to escape a lot of the uh, stereotypes. stereotypes. Yes. And even so, there was some things that were said that were like, you know, this doesn't look like a Latino kitchen. We're like, uh, what does a Latino kitchen look like? And then <laughs> the best part was um, when that 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 comment was made, George was like, uh, Constance, what do you think about that? And I go, oh, God, what do we say? And he goes, well, just tell them to pay attention to the people in the kitchen. And I thought, yeah, that's it. I mean... Our kitchens, you wouldn't say this is in a black kitchen. This is not a Jewish kitchen. This is not an Italian kitchen. Just pay attention to people in the kitchen. Yeah. And um, we just got to be, um, you know. Can you tape over that? Yeah. Or yeah. do we have to hold and wait? No, that's okay. Really? Fred, Fred got it. Y'all are high tech over here. Mondo and friends. <laughs> the trucks, airplanes. No problem. We don't hear nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. The food truck, the lonchera just passed by. That's right, right. Playing the cucaracha. You won't even hear that.
1: That's awesome. You are good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Fred is oh, Fred, Her, Fred, uh, you're GP. good.
1: Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so we knew how iconic it was. And every day, I mean, we were when we made it past one season, when we made it past two seasons, when we made it to 100 episodes, it was just like we were I I knew in the moment what we were doing was super important. Yeah. I didn't know what it would become, and because we they changed our night every night every season we got a new night and then they didn't after the first year we didn't get much publicity we barely got picked up every year even though our numbers were pretty good we you know it was still like brown people on tv oh are we sure we like this you know and we made it to 6 years and then um there's syndication deals that happen like yeah. once you get past 100 episodes back in the day if you needed 100 episodes in order to get syndicated. And so then they have to make deals and and shows like Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld and Friends and all those shows were taking up the space
0: mm-hmm.
1: in syndication. So we barely got a syndication deal. And then there was some big deal between Nickelodeon and someone else. Sorry, bad business. I can't remember their name, but um thank them whoever they are, the forces that be, that hybrid of a deal and then trimming out the stuff that was kind of inappropriate for Nickelodeon cuz that Grandma Benny that was her whole life was really inappropriate for nickelodeon yeah. but they did and or nick at night nick at night it's right it's still technically nickelodeon but um nick at night they trimmed it cuz you know there's more commercials and syndication and um every it blew up like everybody discovered it and a new generation that was not allowed to stay up till the time we aired originally just fell in love and it we were bigger in syndication than we were in primetime man and and we only got canceled because they said family sitcoms were going away. Nobody was interested anymore. Like it was Scrubs, and um, although my cousin Earl, all those mm-hmm. single camera comedies that I consider slightly amusing, yeah. they're not laugh out loud kind of like sitcoms are. Like yeah. they're very jokey. And um, yeah, we've never been off the air in since 2003.
0: Wow! I know. Give it up for that. Twenty man. years,
1: That's... right? <laughs>
0: There's 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 not many shows like
1: that. No, there's none. There's none. It's never happened
0: before. <laughs> She's like, for the record, no, no there is there none. There isn't <laughs> any. I mean,
1: uh, one of the things, and I, and I used to say to George, and we were both on the same page, is we will not feel that this show is a success until we leave the legacy of several other predominantly Latino-themed shows. Yeah, that's what that's what we're here to do. Like you get the door open and you drag everybody. And along, you leave it behind open. you. And you leave it open and you kind of push whoever you can. And the problem was because a lot of those shows that they tried to do with Louis Guzman and um, Al, Al Mandrico, uh and um, Chris, they 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 weren't based on their lives, mm. so it fell into the stereotype. Yeah, often yeah. and it wasn't universally appealing. Like it could hit this market, but not this market. And somehow ours still made it. And that's, you know, when I see representation, I just think the representation is so important that um, we need more. We truly need more. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're here still on the air at 3 o'clock in the morning or on Peacock or wherever we are now, uh, TBS. Yeah. So we feel seen as a people. And we know it works. We just have to find the next one.
0: It transcended Cultures too, like yeah, be, it transcended the the Latino culture. You know, yes. if everyone. It's such a universal show, yeah, and and I th- I think that's what you know, uh, execs, that's what, you know, these companies need to realize that it's it's based on a story. People right. aren't saying, oh, you know, there's, it's a Latino show. No, this is a, a family show.
1: Yes. It's a father, a mother, a sister, a daughter, a brother, a grandma. And they're just, they happen to be brown. They're the, the familial storylines. And I think that that is what touched everybody. When we first our our breakdown of demographics when we were on prime time was a third white, a third brown, Latino, and a third black. We even across all the demographics. Yeah. We touched all of them, and I thought, well, that's what you have when people just get to be people, right? Instead of a stereotype.
0: Right. I mean, it, it felt like I was watching. I was a big fan of Fresh Prince growing up, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The Fresh Prince, yes. uh, Family Matters, Full House, the George Lopez show. Yeah that's that's how it felt yeah. and and it's it's beautiful to to still uh, you know see you pop up on on our I tv know, every every single day yeah and the algorithm still showing you a bunch of love.
1: It's so crazy. Thank you algorithm. <laughs> Even though you're giving all this generation ADD but <laughs> and you're politicizing and dividing us, but algorithms sometimes they're good. Sometimes. Sometimes you got it going sometimes.
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good. There's some good to that madness. Yeah, know. You know, you you talk about the the sitcoms mm. uh, and and now there's there's like this revitalization of the sitcom, yes. right? Yes. Uh, did you see you're all in Lopez versus Lopez Sometimes. Where, uh, I'm, I'm going into into yes. this and uh, would you see Mayan on, on set from time to time when she
1: was little? Oh God, yeah, all the time. she was like she was like my little stepdaughter in a lot of ways. she was so young. she was like six. I think she was six and you know we were there you know, gosh, six years. every day, Mayan and everybody would come down and it was just like i helped, i watched her grow up
0: yeah maya lopez george maya lopez, lopez's daughter maya yes,
1: yes. george lopez's daughter and lopez his ex-wife yes and um we were sort of like surrogate family you know there was not many of us brown people on the warner brothers lot i mean like it stopped at security yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. and then there was nobody and um we became a family, and then uh, and they they've been trying to reboot the George our Lo- OG show for a, a long time. Oh man, time. that'd yeah. be amazing. It would it would have been amazing and um, contractually and Warner Brothers and blah 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 and deals and yeah. they, they got so close and then it didn't work and so close. But um, when Lopez versus Lopez, Debbie Wolf who's the creator and along with Bruce Halford who's the creator of our original George Lopez show, uh, they they. They got it from a Latino point of view, from Mayan's point of view, and, Mm -hmm. like, base it on George and Mayan's relationship. Like, a lot of that stuff is their dynamic. And I think it is one of the bravest things. Like, we may not get a reboot because he's a little busy on this, but... This is again iconic, and the representation between a Latino father and a daughter, between a f- any father and daughter, and dysfunction, and 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 working through things, and hanging out, and people being flawed, and trying to maintain their relationships, and they have a token white guy.
0: Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty awesome. Who's hilarious? Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Matt Shively is brilliant. Yeah. He's brilliant. Um. And I've been shadowing directing because my hope is to direct one of those episodes. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. It would be so awesome to do it. Um, So to see George and Mayan like – not as characters, but like themselves, more themselves playing these characters, being brave, going to all these emotional storylines, but mm-hmm. still hilarious. Yeah, and representing on a u- more universal level. I am so all about that. I think it is wonderful.
0: And they're breaking, you know, traumas and cycles. They're yes. talking about a lot of depression, deep anxiety, topics yes, yes, on that show. Yes. And again, t- making it comedy, right? Yes. Like making it funny.
1: Well, that's the thing about like comedians. Yeah. Nobody became a comp- comedian because their life was perfect. Like their life had to be so jacked that they had to find a way to interpret it and make it funny. Yeah. And that is on one hand very hard to live with as a human, but gold when it comes to that. And I also think the reason sitcoms are coming back a lot is because we've had a pandemic and political divisiveness and everybody's estranged and there's all these, you know, anxiety and depression and things that people mm. have to deal with but if you get people there's a great quote if you can make people laugh while their mouth is open you can shove some truth in there mm. and it is magnificent how it works and i i even said uh, i did an interview somewhere with george and i started to get emotional because i was like this is so brave of him to be this flawed and this more who you are yeah and i think it is it's got to be uncomfortable to do it, this healing so publicly. But again, again, that's how they lived their lives. Yeah, Mayan maybe not so much because she was a kid, but she's funny. She's in her own right a, a talented, funny human, and so it's it's really, really magnificent to watch.
0: Yeah, no, Mayan is 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 great on on that show. And, yeah, and George, I feel like George is is. Uh, is wanting to just be a, a better person, a better man. Yes. I, I've, I've heard him in, in interviews, you know, yes. say that and, yes. and and share that. He wants to, you know, um, be a better father
1: too. Yes. I mean, that's that's what I mean. That's what's so brave. I'm yeah. like, the George I knew a million years ago, well, he wouldn't be saying that. But now, <laughs> I mean, everybody everybody evolves. Everybody yeah. tries to be the best human that they can be, right? And Rope, parents, yeah. parents, I mean – we None of us comes from an idyllic background. Like there's some dysfunction somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the bravery of the human existence is to always try to improve and try to heal. And then if you have kids, you want to give them a better life. And so George is trying to do that with Mayan. It's like Mayan is funny. She wants her own show. And the healing is in front of the camera as yeah. well. So that's so brave. I it's kind of
0: like a an I Love Lucy situation.
1: Yes, but they didn't get to be as authentic and as real with some of the stuff that they were dealing with because they had to sleep in separate beds and they couldn't mention the word pregnancy. It was like weird. There was all these weird standard and practices that they had to deal with yeah. in um back in the day.
0: Yeah, right? I, I think it's more so like in a sense that of... And I Love Lucy, you know, they they would bring some of their, like, real-life situations yes, yes. into into uh, being in front of the camera, right? Yes. And obviously, I feel like this one is deeper. Oh,
1: so much so. Well, because society is a lot deeper. Right. Society is not as afraid. Like, you can say the word. It's right. more transparent. Yes. yes. Yeah. And struggling is, be- like, acknowledging that everybody struggles, especially, like, for Latino men. To be able to go, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not tough all the time and I mess up and I, and to be emotional and cry and have access to your feelings. I mean, that is a giant, giant step in growth. And the more that we talk about that, the more healing it is for everybody. So I, I I think it's a gift. I really do on their personal level for America and for representation for us as a community.
0: I love that. And and we got to see you. You you made a... I know,
1: my little appearance.
0: A, a cameo there. That
1: was so intense. Well, because I was shadowing yeah. to direct the same time that I was going to do my little guest spot. And it was the very first time that... a Christmas
0: episode. Yes.
1: So it was the very first time that I got to be with mostly everybody. Maciela Lucia, who played Carmen on the original Lopez. She wasn't there. Um But it was Luis Garcia, Mm -hmm. uh, Belita Moreno, um, uh, Valente Rodriguez, and then George and myself. And it was uh, just this surreal moment because, I mean, you guys don't know, but on the backside of every set, it's just plain wood, right? There's nothing there. And so when you stand out there for many many years trying to make your entrance, trying to find your line, trying to make sure you have your prop, whatever, and have everything together, it's a weird kind of um, moment where you go from reality to the show and mm-hmm. to your character. Yeah. And we had not stood in that plain wood back area together in many God. What I don't know, 2007. Wow! Right, since 2007, and you, so, you say a
0: joke in there. Uh, you haven't seen your husband since 2007. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but we were there, and um, we were all very. We were like vibrating. We were all very. You emotional. could tell. We it was it was like I was like we and we had a we had a moment because we always used to like do like a circle before we went mm. out back in the day, and we had a moment and then we were just so thankful to be here and we're all together again and everybody started to get really emotional and i was like george don't look at me just don't look turn around i'm going to cry you know my makeup and hair I, I just turn around belita stop it don't look at me louis go away go away go away cuz it was just so much um love and history and um I was like, please God, let us get out there and be able to like remember our lines and stuff. And and we did. And it was, it was this great. And Selinas is so amazing as his ex-wife. And um, you know, she was everybody was so gracious and welcoming. And we didn't want to like, you know, this is not our show. Right. This is their show. And she was like, oh my God, it must be. I go, look, we are passing the baton to you guys. Yeah. And and take it. Yeah. This is like if, if if we're not getting a reboot and no other shows are out there, we're passing the baton to you guys. So you you be the best nasty XY if you possibly can be. <laughs> Yeah, she's great. She yeah, is she's great. She's so good. Yeah. So good. And um it was just this great moment. We, and we had that before we actually got out on there. So when she gives me that hug, it's like a legit hug. And it's a great, it means so much more than what's said on the, on the page.
0: Yeah. I mean, when, when you guys uh, hop in through, through that door, you can feel the energy.
1: Yeah. The audience didn't know we were there. They kept us hidden, and then when we walked out, they all stood up and were screaming. And we were, and and we had. To, they tightened it for the show, but we had to stand there for a little bit.
0: Cause so everyone was clapping for a they while. They were
1: just like, ha, 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 "Oh my god!" You know, like what is happening? It was like worlds collide.
0: Yeah, you know? it, the multiverse. Yes, exactly. It was just freaking <laughs> out of the for Lopez. a little bit. and I'm
1: blonde now. You know, yeah. so it was very. It was, and and then they had like. Um, Oh, gosh, what's his name? Uh, I remember his character's name—the little boy on Lopez. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. Chance.
0: Yeah, you, you, Chance. Yes, yes. Thank you.
1: Um, him talking to Luis Armand Garcia, Valente, and Al Madrigal, and then Belita didn't have a counterpart, but me and Salinas. Mm-hmm. It was like this weird—the metaverse, exactly. Yeah. It was so cute. It was great.
0: Yeah, Marvel ain't got nothing on you guys. <laughs> telling you right now, I—I uh, I know. I'm telling you, like. Just watching I know you guys were playing characters, obviously, mm, mm. but you can you can feel that like the the your real self yeah. was was glowing and you guys yeah. were so happy yeah it's, it's in that moment
1: it was interesting is during so I've shadowed again to to get up to speed on directing for that show and you know it we we were like war buddies right because we we were in the trenches when there there was no other representation it was just us and um you know George is like so funny but inappropriately funny and and he's you know he has like like chains when he's on camera and then when these there's not on camera there's no chains and we would laugh at things like and I would think to myself oh my god that is so inappropriate why am I laughing I can't oh god I feel awful that I just laughed at that and and he's that funny and so um when I was on set and there's a couple people like our craft service person, Barry, he was is on the Lopez show and then Adrian Elizondo who's one of the stand-ins and then um George and Mayan and George would make this tiny little quiet joke and you would hear laughter, laughter, me and Mayan and cause we it was a callback to something that we had done, you know, I don't know, yeah. ten years <laughs> ago. And it was like we still have that same energy. We still have that same bond, you know. And and I I tease George because he'll make a joke, like talk shit about me and like say something nasty. And I'm like, look, man, I'm linked to you forever. I'm like a barnacle. You're never getting rid of me. You could try to scrape me off. We are linked. He goes, I could get rid of you if I want I go, not in television history. That's it, buddy. You're stuck with me. Yep. Yeah. so yeah so it's quite it, funny
0: no that's that's so that's so beautiful and yeah. Um, yeah, congrats on just on, on everything on we're connected to that show too yeah mean, yeah. just you know you're getting your uh, you're directing chops yeah see, I know
1: I know I know I'm so excited that's if they exciting. get picked up for season two I'm in
0: that's amazing yeah that's amazing Yeah. That sending good energy your way and yeah thank you no, I, 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 I love it. I will that. take that
1: yeah all of you give it to me all of you all of you <laughs> <laughs> good juju for everyone
0: like Gohan over there, huh? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, now let's 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 kind of jump into how I met your father. Yes, and we talked about Francia earlier. Francia yes. was here for season two, and yes. she's amazing. You're yes, playing her is. mom.
1: Yes. Wait, should we go to With Love first?
0: Let's do With Love.
1: Because With Love is on now.
0: With Love, let's do With let's Love. Let's Do
1: With Love. Because talk to again, me about
0: talk to me about With Love.
1: With Love is again all Latino representation, multigenerational. Romance, love, sex, family relationships in your 30s, 50s, and 70s. And we got such an amazing cast. And it's it's funny and touching and heartfelt and single camera. And mm-hmm. it's created by Gloria Calderon Kellett, who is, she did One Day at a Time, the reboot of One Day at yeah. a Time. She is brilliant. She's the person that I'm shadowing because she directs some of the Lopez versus Lopez's. And um, I, again, I feel like, One of those iconic moments, where oh, this is a show that's gonna last. It's gonna represent. It represents so many people. We've got we've got a trans character. We've got a gay character. We've got um, (laughs) characters who are not sure what they are. We've got um, senior citizens. We have uh, their love. Pepe's uh, Pepe. What is Pepe's last name? Pepe Serna. Oh my God. I've been up since four o'clock in the morning. Uh, Pepe Serna and Rene Victor—they play my mother and father. And Pepe Serna has been like acting for I don't know 150 years. He's he's <laughs> it's a long time. He's, he's, yeah, no, he's that good. He's brilliant. He's they're they're both so so good. And um and then I have Benito Martinez who plays my husband. And you would know him from The Shield and from all, all these really dark intense characters. But he is he has like this like intense face, like he, he could jack you in an alley and, yeah. and if, he was, if he really wanted to, just with his eyes. And, uh, but he's so funny. He's so funny. And so we get a chance to play that way. And then um, we've got uh, Emra Tobia, who is like yeah. fire. Every, you all got to follow her on Instagram because I mean, I'm so proud of my daughter. She's so hot. Yeah. She's crazy hot. And then we've got uh, Marc Delicado and we got Vincent Rodriguez. We've got our white guy. Todd nice. Grinnell from um, One Day at a Time. Yeah, he's, he's on awesome. there as well. We got Isis King. Um, she was it. She won America's Next Top Model. Yep. Yeah, she was good. And so it's just, it's kind of sexy too. It's
0: an all star cast. It's an
1: all star cast, good storylines, and it's based on some of Gloria's family. So that's why we get to be without a burrito around our neck. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. I get to act without a burrito yeah, around yeah, yeah. my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gift and each
0: other cilantros as a gift. Yes,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, oh, I you. like that. Instead of mistletoe, you use cilantro. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. That's genius. Um no, and our so our new season. So the first season we shot like crazy COVID, like 2021. No. Yeah. 2021. Like the year we all love to forget. But like T- it,
0: 2020 and
1: Well, uh, it was pitched in January of 2021.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: It was shot in the summertime of 2021 and then aired in December of 2021. It was like the fastest that Amazon had ever done anything and it's because it was so good. And um, so my point is we went from lockdown to shooting in 4K. We all look jacked up. That's all I'm saying. I, I was not at my best. I, you know what? That we, what did we get? The COVID-15? We all gained weight. I, I was not going to the hair salon to get my hair dyed. So it was like, sure, nobody will see this in 4K <laughs> and high definition television. So um, I, we still look good. Yeah, but we, in season two that airs in June... We all look way better amazing like we've we've seen a little sunlight we've been to got our highlights done and it's 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 a little <laughs> sexier than the first season so amazing I'm if so if people want to get caught up so they know what's going on in the family um then season two comes out it's it's quite lovely
0: I love that i yeah, love on yeah. on Amazon now. I'll go stream that
1: yes, it's on Amazon now and um my character, <laughs> which is weird because i you know I played moms and I haven't I'm not like the cha-cha, right? You don't hire me if you want the cha-cha. You call Selma or you call Jennifer, but I'm the mom. But somebody said I was the Florence Henderson of the Latino community. And I'm like, (laughs) that is, I'll take that. (laughs) I will take that. So um, this season, Gloria's like, well, you guys are going to be rediscovering your sexuality. And I'm like, at 50 six years old i'm gonna be doing this and i'm like at the gym and i'm facials and 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 we get pretty and it's it's hilarious at the same time so she did a great job she walks a fine line between heartfelt and hilarious and and you go back and forth on this show so you get to see me uh, reclaim my sexuality as a character i like yes. that yes you heard it here everybody
0: what do you say you're 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 more like uh what your character's name on on that on, on With Love is
1: Beatrice Diaz.
0: Beatrice. Are you more like Angie or are you more like Beatrice?
1: So my characters had a crazy evolution because um I almost have an affair in the first season. <laughs> oh. Yes, with uh, Superman. Brandon Roth. Yeah. Uh so he's also on there. We got another white guy. Hey, we're <laughs> checking all the boxes. Um so yeah, so that. She's very unhappy in season one. In season two, she gets a little happier. So I don't know. I maybe. I don't have a fine line. It's a fine line between – It's somewhere between the two. (laughs) You know, at least I'm not uh, how I was on Switched at Birth, which I was mean. I was a mean (laughs) – Regina Vasquez. I knew sign language, but I was a little mean. I was a tough ass. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So go in and watch – that show now, yes, with love, yes, again on Amazon, yes. and we have to, we have to support these shows. We have to have to support yes. these shows, honestly, so that we can get more of these beautiful shows. Well,
1: streaming is more important because um, the networks, Amazon, Netflix, wherever they are, they know the analytics of everything. They know what scenes you stop on. They know if you what episodes you watch over and over again. They know what you fast forward. They know everything. So, like, if you want to see more brown faces on TV. You have to watch them, and you had a great point. Just turn it on. You don't. You can do the dishes. You can play with your dog. Go walk the dog. But you keep streaming that that brown face show, like that, that, with love or whatever. If it's on Peacock and it's George Lopez or Lopez versus Lopez, all of it. Yeah. You have to. You have to have it on because they know what we're watching, and they know. They can look at you through your, your computer, I'm sure. So don't do anything scandalous, but just keep the brown people on TV. Just watch us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If
1: you want to see more of us. And we do. Yeah.
0: And we do. And we do. I love that. Uh Now,
1: now how I met your father.
0: I want to talk about how I met your father. Yes. You're you're great in that and, and, and I try.
1: I try. You know. You,
0: and and like I mentioned earlier, you play Francia's mom.
1: Yes. Francia Russia.
0: Francia is is awesome, and uh, how, how is it on on that set?
1: You know, it's okay. So, a very interesting thing is that Hilary Duff, who's also on the show, was like fifteen. When she was on the George Lopez show. And she did a reoccurring character on the George Lopez show. And it was so cute. I showed her a picture and she goes, oh my God, I didn't even drive then. It was so cute. And now she's like a mom and she has kids. And um, I was like, do you remember? And it was so funny as her character on the George Lopez show was she started as um, my daughter's poetry buddy. Yep. And then she became my boss. At a cosmetics company. And I don't know how they justified that transition. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But she would be bossing me around. And so now, and I never got to work with Francia before. But uh, they said, would you be interested in doing um, How I Met Your Father? The creators would love to meet with you and explain what it is. And I'm like, oh, God, they're going to tell me that I. I'm undocumented, and uh, my son is a dealer, and I don't know. It's going to be something that I have fought my whole life to not represent us as.
0: You know, that's it's 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 kind of. I I don't want to. Let me use a more positive word. Interesting Hmm. that that you that we go into things like that sometimes.
1: Well, because I've been asked a billion times, can you have an accent here? Can you do this? Can you do? And I'm like, guys. It's, this, it's like hitting the same note on a piano. Yeah. That note exists and that note is important and it is representational, but not of all the keys. Yeah. And, and it's just boring, even for the people that is representing. So um, I, I don't know where I got this idea, but I just thought I am not, I can't do anything I'm not proud of. And thank God it's led to a pretty decent career after all these years. And not, I'm not judging um anybody else for doing those roles but but for me i know if i don't believe in the project and if i'm not if i my heart is not in it and i don't yeah. feel that i my kid could watch it yeah and even when i didn't have a kid i was like other little girls mm-hmm. like if i am not representing us well first of all i'm going to suck in any audition or any role and and if it's not i mean there's been times when i've had to pay my rent and i've just chosen not to do it the job and something else always comes along yeah but i feel that there's a certain amount of integrity that is necessary when i'm representing people because there's not very much other representation so um i thought after all these years that uh isaac aptecker and elizabeth were going to pitch me something that i did not want to do and so i went in there it was zoom right cuz mm-hmm. it's still covid um and they were like, just, this is the story. You're going to be with Mark Consuelos. I go, like, oh, I remember Mark. Yeah. Because he and I were engaged. We were fiancé. Not in real life. Yeah. Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly settle down, everybody. <laughs> um, we were on American Family, which was another TV series for PBS that, that was groundbreaking in itself, is that it was all Latino cast and it was in English and it was represent, but it was on PBS. Um, he played my fiancé. And he was like a kind of, little bit of a dodgy character. Like he was a little bit of a, a bad guy. And then cut to now for how I met your father. They go, okay, it's going to be Mark Consuelo. So I go, oh, he's so pretty. Oh my God. I'm going to be, I'm now this old and I'm going to be with this pretty man on TV. Okay. Anyway, aside from that. And they were like, this is what it is. Uh, they sell real estate and they're a long-term couple and they're the parents of Francia Rosia. And I said, okay. And they go, oh, great. And I'm thinking, that's it? They just explained it to me and it's over? And I go, why did you guys want to meet with me, right? Just this, that would have been so easy, right? Let me see what it is and then I can decide. And they go, well, no, we just wanted to explain it to you. I said, I was afraid that you guys want to sell me something that I was not going to want to do. And they go, what do you mean? I said, well, that I was going to, you know, be undocumented and there was going to be some kind of peril or I was going to, you know, crazy, crazy, heavy accent. Then oftentimes, look, don't get me wrong. People with accents... God bless you, it's 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 wonderful. Yeah. But if it's not justified by the story, right. If it's just because you're white and you think it's funny because we have accents, no, I'm right. not, I'm not interested in that. Right. So um
0: It's more about just breaking the stereotypes. Yeah, I right? said, I thought yeah. you were gonna
1: ask me to act without a bur- with a burrito hanging around my neck. And they go, What? <laughs> like they didn't understand what I was talking about. But yeah. you guys understand course, what I'm talking 100%. about. Of course, hundred percent because we've lived it, right? Just being judged constantly and put into this tiny little box. Like I didn't knew I didn't know how Latin I was until I got in the entertainment industry. And then I couldn't read for this, and I had to behave this way, and I had to do that, and I thought, well, in my real life, I'm not that way, so I can be whoever I am, so it was interesting, and they were like, "No, no, 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 it's a no, you don't have to do any of that, and I go, "Great, I'll do it and so, um, I got there, and we were from Jersey, which is lovely um and uh it's so neat to have be at my age and to feel like I am ushering in a whole new generation, like multi-level generations of new talent. And you know, Emrod and and Francia and and God, everybody. Oh, and, and Angelique Cabral on Undone. Yeah. Which, which is a predominantly Latino cast. We have a white guy, Bob Odenkirk. Yes, we got him. But that, those two seasons that we did, it's mostly the women's storylines. It's And it was so rich and fascinating. So I just went to an event and I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, I played your mom and I played your mom and, oh, I play your mom too. And so I have a picture of all three of them. Wow. And I... I am so happy that there are so many roles now that they get a chance and it's better for them than it was when I started. And they're so talented and hungry and smart and just badass that I just I it makes me excited for um future generations yeah. of us and our representation and if and if there is no role they're going to produce it and write it themselves. They'll make it happen. These women have ganas, right? Yeah. And um I'm just so proud of them and and I'm proud that, and they're so sweet, like Francie is like you know you guys you opened the door constant so we could you know you walked so we could run and and that is like the greatest feeling you know to 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 be able to have helped some way, so oh my God, <laughs> I've been up since four, it's not Mondo, it's me, I'm just you know. I'm just tired, <laughs> but it's really, really—it's a blessing.
0: You, you deserve all the flowers. <laughs> it's so cute. You re- it's just really, You really sweet. do. Yeah, I mean the fact that that you have paved the way and mm. you have you know changed the game. You have uh, done so much in, in your career and you're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like the LeBron James. <laughs> Of, of actors.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to Miami. <laughs> no, I learned from his mistakes. Don't go to Miami. <laughs> I don't even know much about basketball, but I know not to go to Miami. <laughs> don't leave your 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 place. He's in LA now, so you're, no, no, so you're, you're, you're good. are good. doing his the powder in the air. I know that.
0: No, well, Constance, um, I, I appreciate you being so amazing. Oh, uh, thank you. You I, too. Thank you.
1: Like everybody talks good about you, like speaks well of you. You're wonderful, what you guys are doing here. And I I champion that. That's why I, that's why I'm here. Because we as a community, as a people, we're survivors. And no matter if it doesn't exist for us, we create it. And if if we don't like the way it is, we change it. Yeah. And I always used to say there's a phrase in the Bible, if the meek are inheriting the earth, the Latinos are getting it. But it's not that way anymore. Like we're much more actualized and we're much more, we know we deserve better. We know we deserve more. And we are willing to do the hard work to make it happen. And and then back in the day, there was not enough space for all of us. So people who would make it would not, we were all in competition, crazy competition with each other. Yeah. And it's not that way now. Like women, Latinas, we all band together and we're like, okay, you're producing awesome. You're directing great. you got a great story. Let's make it happen. Let's, how can we, instead of crabs in the barrel pulling each other down, yeah. how it was back in the day, now we're actually like standing on top of each other, helping ourselves reach the highest height that we possibly can. And that's what you're doing
0: Oh man. in your Thank medium. You. And
1: you too. All of you, all of you, you especially. Just retouch it, make me look prettier. I gotta play moms Hi, until I play higher mom angle, or. higher <laughs> angle. <laughs> oh yeah, don't go low. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh my goodness!
0: You know Dude, I
1: don't ever shoot your girlfriend like that, <laughs> or your boyfriend. He won't like it either. Yeah. Whatever you got, don't shoot it. His
0: wife, his wife, his wife. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look at look at he's like down by his hips. That's hilarious.
0: I, uh, I I I thank you for, for, for that, and you know um, I've I've been in, in, in radio and television uh, as a host, as a producer, as as a personality, you know, uh, for a very long time. How and, long? Uh, eighteen years.
1: Oh, that's success. The fact that you can endure for that long, it's not easy. And constantly having to evolve and reinvent and do what you have. That's huge, yeah. dude. You should be so proud of yourself. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Really? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I there was a lot of things that that obviously I I, I didn't like and you know, stereotypes and all of that. Mm-hmm. Just a treatment and right. um you know, the 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 energy that I wasn't a big fan of and um, you know, I decided to to, to build my own, right? Yeah. To build my own company and um, you know, have a, a talented group of of people that that I I call familia, and right. uh, it's it doesn't feel like a dog eat dog world, you right. know. It's we're we're all looking out for each other, um, and we're all creating, we're all winning, we're all making money together, right? Um, and and that's the 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 road that I wanted to pave uh, for for Hubway, for Mondo and friends. That's why Mondo and friends was created to tell stories. I felt like there was this this gap, right, uh, and that that was uh that was just missing um where we can come on and tell our own story or, right. and own our own narrative right and and champion you know individuals other, yes. like yourself you know just to there's going to be people watching mm. and and hearing your story and they're going to be so inspired and motivated of all ages i hope
1: so yeah
0: you know from well, from
1: can i say one of the things that i discovered is and I've gone to diversity, equity, and inclusion meetings, and I've, I don't think people realize that. The line of demarcation between Spanish-speaking and English-speaking Latinos, that is a hurdle because if you're not in the community, you don't understand it. You think Latino means, oh, we'll do this in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, you're missing 75% of your audience. So that, that community of us, people who are born here, we don't get that. Like, oh, I'm not going to be watching this and I can't understand all of it. Mm-hmm. So my media buying and the advertising dollars that I spend are in English. But then when executives think English, oh, that's white people or black people because they speak English. So that has like I say Latino doesn't mean Spanish speaking only. It's, right. it's 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 we all didn't just get here. Some of us have always been here mm. and you have to like in your diversity, equity and inclusion, you have to also have English speaking Spanish or English speaking for Latinos, like your show, like you're reaching all of us. Yes, some abuelitas are not going to see it or some people who just recently, well, it'll help them learn English. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Like That has been a hurdle or like they, if it's Latino, well, let's import somebody from Mexico. Well, but why would you if you have like so many... I mean, it's great. Yeah. But you've got like, I don't know, what are we, 30% of the population? Yeah. You could you could just go open the door and you'll see tons of us. Yeah. So I think that's been a little bit of a hurdle. But I think the younger generations, you all who have the internet since <laughs> like you were born, um, understand the global reach that we have. For sure. And the global reach of English, Right because I don't know about your personal histories, but once you realize that you've got to be able to do both, that's when you have success because you're reaching more everybody and you are not just putting yourself in a tiny little hole in a little groove that's only in Spanish and can't reach anybody out of that demo. You're like embracing everybody. Right. You know? So I think that is a, a major cog in the universal appeal. It's so important.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you. And, um, you know, we we've we're, we've been doing uh, a lot of a lot of projects that are for English-speaking Latinos. Yeah. Um. And you know, we're f- fortunate enough to also get some of the opportunities where, you know, if if they want us to do Spanish, we make sure that we also do the English. Yes. You know, it's not. Hey, Mondo, we want to contract you to do something. I want to book you to do something. You know, Spanish. It's like okay, great, but we have to do the English yes. one too. Thousand percent. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's such a, that's something that I, I'm very grateful for that. My parents taught. That was my first. My first language was Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up not too far from here, about 15 minutes uh, from here. A city called South Gate, mm-hmm. and um, you know, predominant
1: so South Gate, not South Gate. South. It's two words. South Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I know where it is. <laughs> it's south for, for people. <laughs> it's it's the it's the it's, that it's way. the gate that's on the south side. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I am. I'm so fortunate um, that I was able to to learn both. Because you know, I, I know that some some didn't weren't as fortunate. I, me, you know? I and,
1: wasn't. I had to go to school. I how much money. I spent to learn how to speak Spanish. If I had, but but again, my family's been here so long in the nineteen fifties. If you spoke Spanish in your English class, you failed. If yeah. you had an accent, you failed. So the the assimilation in the fifties that happened yeah. was was crazy. Like you, could, if anybody spoke Spanish, they 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 couldn't do well in school. So it was you were dissuaded from doing that. And I don't. I think you personally should be able to do both. You should have both. It should be celebrated. But when it comes to furthering our representation, mm-hmm. everybody needs to know there's a little bit of a split there. Yeah. And you can't just do one and not the other. And and if you do just the Spanish, you're missing. Like I did a movie called Tortilla Soup. It was with Hector Elizondo and Raquel Welch. May she rest in peace. Um, Elizabeth Pena and um, Jacqueline Obrador's. And... It was based on, uh, Ong, I think it was Ong Lee, uh, Eat, me, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, which mm-hmm. is this amazing amazing film. And they did it for Latinos. And it was made by Samuel Golden Mayer, And it was all of us as a family. And it, uh, spoiler, it's been out for, I don't know, 300 years. Um, I was Hector Elizondo's love interest. Like you thought Raquel Welch was going to be his love interest and it was actually me. And... Um, it was all in English and it was this gourmet, it was like every TikToker's dream, all this food, it was based on food. And um, they only advertised it in Spanish. It's an English speaking movie. Wow. It's in English, but they only advertised it in Spanish. So the Latinos who saw it in Spanish and wanted to go see it show up at the theater and they don't understand what mm, it's about. Yeah. And then they wonder why a Latino movie doesn't do well. Yeah. And then the English-speaking community, Latinos who are not watching Spanish TV, it's not being advertised to them, don't go see it. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of like you think it's not going to do good, but you're only doing marketing that guarantees it doesn't do good, mm-hmm. do well. So um, yeah, that was a that was a big battle for Hector Lanzondo and I were like, what are they doing? Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah, but they would hire some consultants who had connections in the Spanish speaking community and only drove traffic that way so you're very smart to do English and Spanish You're reaching everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God
1: bless you for being able to do both.
0: Oh man. Very yeah, so, again, very blessed, very grateful for that for that. Yeah. I, a, a lot of opportunities came came from from that. When I first auditioned to to be on the radio, um everyone was was speaking English and I just happened to say something in Spanish like or whatever and then that stood out and that's why I got the call they're like hey we like that that you can do Spanish yeah that you can you do, some, yeah, <laughs> that you can do Spanish and get in uh, trouble for that so so yeah i i uh, i'm i'm very grateful that I, I i had that um from my parents you know i was i was taught at an early age and, and right. it stuck with, with me because you know i mean from time to time i still forget some words, right? Um, but, but again,
1: uh, it's not a gene. It's a talent and it's a superpower. It's a skill, yeah. Ha- it's a skill and you have to be exposed to it.
0: And exercise it, yeah. Exercise
1: it. And, you know, it's 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 this, It's this. very interesting. Is It's so wonderfully celebrated, but if you don't have it, it's like shame. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, come on, maybe uh, Yeah, and it shouldn't... It sh- yeah, I, I think a lot of us are... Or, you know, in this our, our genera- generation, millennials, and even Gen Z are, are very vocal about that now. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, if if we don't speak Spanish, that's okay. I'm yeah. still, you know, um, Becky G I always say say this. She says, "I'm a hundred percent." She's not fifty fifty. She's not fifty percent Latina, fifty percent American. She's a hundred percent Latina, a hundred percent American. Yes. And I've it's never Edward agreed. It's Edward
1: James almost doing that speech in Selena again. Yes, you have to be more on both sides, and it's exhausting. Yes, yes, it really <laughs> is. It really, really is. And just like, going
0: back to to what you guys did with George Lopez, uh, the, the the show. That's what we're trying to do with Mondo and Friends. You yeah. know, we're and it's it's happening. It's working now. Where it's we're transcending. You know, the the, the Latino. Latino culture. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people that aren't Latino. That want to hear your story, Constance. Right,
1: well, that ho- want hope. <laughs> that <laughs> want to hope? know more
0: about you. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's true. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why, you know, this show exists. And, and that's why we're so happy to, to have you here today. Yes. And uh, before I let you go, we're going to do... Did
1: your iPad unfreeze?
0: Right. <laughs> it did unfreeze. Okay, good. We're going to do Rapid Fire with Constance
1: Marie. Okay.
0: You Ready?
1: Did I say that I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning? Yeah,
0: that's perfect. I don't know that, how rapid that's it. it's That's the ideal. Be. Okay, a punchy. That works.
1: Okay. Okay. Hold on. Um, let me hydrate again. <laughs>
0: he, he's getting from a low angle?
1: Come because on, he man. He doesn't want to stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what am I? A dwarf? I'm up Higher here. Higher angle, man. Damn it. Can we get him? I'm going to send a selfie stand for him. (laughs) Or something. He could just rest his camera. (laughs) Look (laughs) at him. Now he's standing up. Oh, we shaved you. I'm sorry. Marvin,
0: a photographer. Uh, I I
1: bet you you're going to see the pretty ones up here, right? Why do you think all us women do this? (sighs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It works. <laughs> it works, and the older you get, the higher you go.
0: <laughs> You're gonna. End-
1: <laughs> oh yes! You know what? Those Asian communities—they know what the hell they're doing with yeah. that selfie stick.
0: Yeah, they're They're awesome. they're. they're, they're, they're
1: We've all turned into. they Back in my day, there used to be a joke like. Asian tourists were always taking pictures with like old school cameras all the time. Well, now we've all become tourists just like there. We're taking pictures of every food, my thumbnail, my palette, everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, rapid fire. I'm ready. Mondo's like, come on, girl, get out of here. We and here.
0: Uh, uh higher angle, Marvin, please, man. Look,
1: look, look. He's standing up. I love it.
0: He's on top of the Apple box now.
1: <laughs> he's up there. <laughs>
0: Why, why is he on the ladder? Get off the ladder, Marvin.
1: Okay. He's okay. on the vent. He's hanging from the vent. But is I he, look is good. Is he facing the
0: AC now or is he taking photos? He's doing both. All right. Here we go. Rapid fire with Constance Marie.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Okay, hurry up. That's, that's really slow, Mando.
0: Merengue or salsa? Salsa. Oh, Salsa verde or salsa roja?
1: Salsa verde. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's tastier. Well, you can taste it. It doesn't set your mouth on fire.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that.
1: If it's too hot and I can't taste it, then something's wrong.
0: Best piece of tech that you own, that you use on a daily basis?
1: Uh, That has to be my phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I still have an alarm, alarm clock, which is really good. I need an alarm clock. You need an alarm clock. If you have to get up super early, I do three. You have to have... All alarms come with two. So you set one... Then you set another one three minutes after Wait, that. Wait,
0: you own different alarm clocks? No, it's
1: the same one. It has oh, oh, okay. But then your cell phone across the room with the final alarm. Mm. So you have kind of come out of your unconsciousness and you stagger and you're like, do I want to wake up? And then that from the across the room and you hate that sound. So you've got to get up and go turn it off. Got and by it. the time you drag your tired ass over there and turn it off, you're awake.
0: Mm. It's a whole thing. I need that. Yeah. I, I've been telling myself I need an alarm clock because my phone doesn't wake me up, and sometimes the alarm on the phone doesn't even go off. What? what of How do you have? I don't know. I, I'm, let's Mondo. let's not put brands out there right now. But it oh, happens. Really? Oh, really. It happened. Uh, has it happened a few times, right, guys? Yeah. It's just oh, no. once or twice.
1: That's not. <laughs> that's not. It can't put you on brown people time. That's not
0: yeah, it. no, no. You got to represent not,
1: Mando. Represent, but it's not
0: my fault. It. I just don't wake. It just no, doesn't I wake know. me No, I know. So you
1: got to do. Well, here's the thing. You got to do this technique, and I only learned it like, cross, cross yeah. But it has to be the third one. Okay. Because you've already pulled yourself out of two levels of consciousness. Out of REM sleep is the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one is like just nice and irritating enough, and then you're so irritated that you're kind of awake. And by the time that one goes across there, you're mad and you know you have to wake up to turn it off and okay. put it on loud so the first two help you get up and not sleep through it and the third one once you physically have to walk over there okay it'll work trust I'm me
0: I'm sold no I, I need I'm, I'm on I'm this on is a-
1: your mom talking I'm to a- me <laughs> <laughs> I am everyone's mom you better listen yeah, to me it's
0: true and yeah I always listen to, to to mom I'm going on Amazon right now after our, our, our talk just oh to, yeah to
1: see to, with to, to see stream it.
0: to stream it you and to buy an up, alarm turn clock turn Okay. Um, do, do both. Okay,
1: good. <laughs> and it has to have a battery backup as well. Okay. That's super important.
0: Battery backups.
1: You, you got, that's yeah, right. that's a pro tip. Yeah, yeah. You Because when you have back-to-back 14-hour days, 16-hour days, and you got to be at work at four in Santa Clarita, mm. or the whole crew and the whole day gets backed up, there's no joke. And you're the only brown person on the show? Yeah, mm-hmm. not a, not a, not gotta a good look. You got to get there on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the first one there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was my li- fi- rapid fire. That was like, oh God. If this is as fast as it's gonna go, we'll never leave.
0: Uh, favorite party song? Uh
1: uh God, I know the lyrics. Um uh, it's I think it's Nicki Minaj. It's not WAP. It's um <laughs> the one we're gonna the, the the rocket one. Oh my god, my daughter's gonna kill me. She
0: talks about but rocket lo- launcher?
1: No, it's like um Oh, God, I can't remember Do you remember the
0: beat or the, the anything like a melody? or?
1: It's got this <laughs> kind of beat to it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll text her, but she's in school. Can't be that mom. Uh, I'm
0: trying to remember the...
1: I mean, I could go something...
0: Nikki, Nikki, Nicki Minaj's song? that will count. Judges, does that count?
1: How ding about Grazing in the Grass? Hugh okay. It's okay. a great song. Okay. It's a great song. It's, a great song. it's a classic.
0: Best singer of all time.
1: Oh my god. I don't know why, but I just thought Ariana Grande. Oh, okay. She's amazing. She's great. Uh, but then Lady Gaga, and then I don't know, Billy Holiday. Oof. It's 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 there it's hard. It's like apples and oranges. Yeah, how could you yeah. How could you do that? Impossible.
0: Lastly, what's a nickname of yours that no one really knows about?
1: Um, Speedy. Speedy? Yeah.
0: I like that. Do you want
1: the story? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so um, when I was doing my break dancing and popping and locking and all that stuff, uh, there was also some graffiti involved. And um, like we all had street names, right? And so because of the type of dancing that I would do and how fast I could tag a wall, um, they call me Speedy. Well, you used to tag? Just one time. Oh, that's amazing. Just one time. And of course, I put my name. Speedy, it's a long word when oh, you're I thought in that you learning like Con. I thought
0: you were like Constance no, no, Marie no, no, no.
1: speedy. <laughs>
0: speedy. Yes? I love that yeah, and I
1: would dance because uh, I don't know if you know what whacking is. What's whacking? So whacking is okay, do you know what Madonna did Vogue yep. and how they do all this? Well, that's whacking. Okay, but I used to do that, and you used to have to go super 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 fast. Yes. yeah. so whacking, ticking, locking, all that stuff. Yeah, and I did it fast.
0: What was your pop and lock and move?
1: Um, what was no, your favorite? Well, there was also something called jacking, which is basically throwing your head and your whole body around and just injuring yourself, and that was my move. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you um, uh, Google or – you YouTube it? Yeah, yeah. The David Bowie tour, Glass Spider tour, 1987. Um, there's – we do Let's Dance, and they pull out these like, giant um, – white screens and we're dancing behind them and you see me i'm the bottom left okay and that beginning where it's like you know for let's dance it goes dun 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 and you see me like working behind the (laughs) screen
0: yeah i love that that's so cool yeah well speedy i want to thank you (laughs) for coming by the show today give it up for constance marie everybody
1: thank you thank you
0: thank you thank you so much Go in and stream all of uh, with the 10,000 shows that she's <laughs> on right now and previously on, uh, With Love, uh, How I Met Your Father.
1: Oh, also Mr. Right app, which is a movie that you get to decide the ending. It's a movie that's an app with Amy oh, wow. Carrero. Oh, who,
0: yes, I have heard about those. Yeah,
1: um, I played the mom of Amy Carrero in that <laughs> movie. It's pretty cool because there's 17 different endings. And you get to decide. That's so cool. I know. I, I haven't seen it yet, though. But it's an app, and I'm old, and I don't know how to do it. Mondo, help me. I will. <laughs> and,
0: and and Constance, you look you look great. Thank you. You look amazing. You, you 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 look like just like I remember Angie Lopez. Oh my on. God,
1: sunblock. Wear your sunblock, everyone. I told George, and he didn't listen. <laughs> he didn't listen. He's like, now I know. He's so funny. I'm starting to
0: get sunspots here,
1: dude. Just because we're brown doesn't mean that we're protected.
0: It's, they're very light. Are they? Can can can? Yes, I, they can burn them they can off. are kind of light
1: skin. You could do photo rejuvenation, but put the sunblock on everybody. Uh, yeah, you especially up yeah. here, up top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because it's like, first of all, we don't listen to anybody, yeah. right? Like we think we got it.
0: Yeah, man, stop being so necio, bro. Just just wear sunblock, man. No, no,
1: but if you wear sunblock every day, like the number one thing, because skin cancer is growing high in the Latino community because we all think, oh, I got this. I never burn. Right. But the sun is not how it used to be. Sunblock every single day. I love that. And you will last forever. Listen to your mom. (laughs) Listen
0: to your TV mom. Wear sunblock yes. again thank you so much for Const- thank constance thank you so much for coming yeah. Constant marie everybody give it up one more time yeah. thank you thank oh. you so much for coming and thank you so much for watching and listening to mondo and friends presented by verizon